Hey everybody, happy September. Uh, hard to believe, isn't it, it that is. it's already yeah. <laughs> uh, September, uh, but here it is. We are um, so thankful and grateful to uh, be with you uh, tonight. I've been looking forward to this uh, time uh, together yeah. uh, all day. And I'm glad to uh, to be able to share the word of the Lord and pray together. Um, we have been in a, in a crazy year. It's been you know uh, the most unusual one any of us have probably ever yeah, uh, faced ever. or or gone through with this this crazy virus. Uh, and um, and I just want us to continue to to pray against this uh, virus and just you know ask the Lord to come and and help us. Uh, we really need it because this is, you know, causing. I've said many times now, uh, so much trouble. And two of the things that it's really, uh, really causing trouble with is that it's, it's stirring up so much fear uh, in in many people. Uh, and fear's not good. Uh-uh. Uh, fear causes a lot of a lot of other issues uh-huh. uh, and problems, uh, and and can lead to us making some real bad choices and decisions and another thing that it does is it's it's uh separating us mm. it's getting getting us apart yeah. and we don't do well uh, with that we're not no. we're not made uh, for that especially uh, the people uh, of god yeah. um and i just wanted to remind you uh, we're going to pray and uh, and then we're just going I'm going to take some time we're going to give the lord our time together we're going to pray against this uh, virus again uh, but just let me remind you of hebrews 10 uh, 25 uh, that says this to us, uh, to the people of God. It says, Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Saying, Let's not to, not to stop meeting together, that we need one another, that we need to come uh, together, that we are to not stop meeting together. This isn't me, although I often say it. You know, this is the Word of God. This is the Bible yeah. telling us that we need to come together, that we need to connect, that we right. need one another, and that we are to not stop, uh, that we are to uh, to continue to meet together. And it says that some are in the habit of doing this. That some are in the habit. They, they get into a mm-hmm. habit. And that's the trouble with this. What One of the things that's happened with that's this right. virus is because of the virus, we got into not meeting together yeah. and it formed into a habit a bad habit a bad habit yeah. and and you know at some point in time we got to come out of this habit right. and yeah. we've got to come together we're yeah. to not stop meeting together as some are in the habit of doing but let us encourage one another and then it ends with this it says and all the more as you see the day approaching it's just this reminder uh, that everything's not going to go on like it always has. Mm-hmm. Uh, that there's going to come a day uh, when our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is going to return. Mm-hmm. And He's going to return as King and Conqueror yeah. and Judge. Uh, and when we we look and we see the signs of the times mm-hmm. and we see that day uh, approaching, one of the things we need to do is to come together right. and to encourage yes. one another. We wonder why so many people are discouraged yeah. because we get discouraged when we're separated, right. you know, when we get apart, we get off track. When we get apart, we need the church. We need to be a people who come together. You know, we need to not be isolated or separated, and we need to not be afraid. Mm-hmm. Let's pray tonight. Let's give the Lord our time. Let's pray against this virus. Pray with me, uh, if you will. Uh, we we want to see this thing come to an end yes. uh, so that the fear will go away and so that everyone will feel comfortable to come back together yes. again. Let's pray. Amen. Lord, we love you tonight. 
Uh, we are so thankful to be your people called uh, by your uh, name. Uh, Lord, we are thankful that even though this has been a crazy year, that you've been with us every step of the way, uh, that your faithfulness has been so evident, uh, that your goodness has been uh, so wonderful and true and clearly seen, uh, that your power and your blessing uh, have just been with us and poured out upon us. And we just thank you and we exalt you and we glorify you tonight. Lord, we uh, just ask that you would come against this uh, virus, Lord, that you'd come against the fear that it's stirring up and the isolation and separation that it's bringing uh, and, and the discouragement and so many other things that go along with it. And we pray, Lord, that you would just bring it to an end. We pray uh, in Jesus' uh, mighty name, Lord, that you'd bring uh, wisdom to those who need it, that you'd bring a cure, that you would uh, remove it, that you'd fight against it, that you'd yes. destroy it, that it would go away, yes. that it would be over. Yes. Uh, Lord, uh, and one of the things that, that we so need to see happen uh, is for people to connect and come yes. back together again, especially uh, the church. We look, we see the day approaching, and we know the times are near. We need to be a together people, uh, encouraging one yes. another, Lord. So we pray that you would stir this within us, that you'd put this uh, to an end. You'd bring yes. us back yes. together, we pray in Jesus' name. Yes. Lord, as always, we give you our time together. Uh, we pray that you would speak to us, uh, that you'd encourage us, that you would change us, that you'd yes. stir us up to be a passionate people for your glory and for your honor. Yes. In Jesus' yes. mighty name I pray, amen. amen. Yeah. Well, uh, praise the Lord. Uh, we're so thankful. I'm just always so thankful that we can pray and bring every need uh, to the Lord and that He hears us and that He, and that he meets our every uh, need. Yes. Our God is good. Yes, He is. He's a good, good God. Yes, He is. You know, one of the... One of the hard things, and maybe could even be discouraging things, about ministry and about being a pastor, uh, is to is to uh, know the goodness of God, to have tasted and seen that He is good, to know Him as much as I can, as you can know it, and, mm-hmm. and it's a growing knowledge. And, and even mm-hmm. as much as you know it, you still don't know how wide and long right. and, yeah. and high and deep is the love of God and the goodness of God. But to know the goodness of God and to know how good it is to live for Him and to serve Him and yet, and yet to be unable for some reason to get uh, people to taste of the goodness of the Lord mm. and, to, and to live uh, for Him uh, and to give their lives totally and completely uh, to Him. Yeah. And I just want to say to you tonight that God is good and, and that we want to serve Him. You want to serve Him and you want to live for Him with everything down uh, inside uh, of you. You want to be passionate for Him. That is the way to live. That is where life is found. You want to taste and see uh, that the Lord, yeah. He is good. Yeah. And, and you know, sometimes it seems like people start on that journey. Yeah. And then for, for some reason, they can get derailed and, and mm-hmm. off track and, and start to wander back to, to longing for the things of this world and looking to the things of this world for goodness. And, and, and when we know it's only found uh, in the Lord. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and this is kind of what, what times like this can, can lead to. Mm-hmm. You know, when we allow fear 
uh, to come and we allow, uh, you know, uh, fatigue to come mm. and, and separation uh, to come, you know, we can find that those things uh, start to be the things that lead us yeah. and start to be the things that we live by uh, instead of living the way the people of God mm. uh, are called to live. That we, uh, the people of God, uh, we are called uh, to live by faith. Yes. That we live by uh, faith. Mm -hmm. That we don't live by fear. Mm -hmm. We live by faith. And we don't live by uh, feelings. Uh, right. We live by faith, yes. right? And we don't live by fun or for fun. Right. You know, that's, that's like the way the world lives. It's, yeah. Is it fun? Right. You know, am I having a good time? It's the... You know, it doesn't make me happy. Yeah. You know, we don't live by that. We live by uh, faith. Uh, there's, there's, you know, several verses uh, in Scripture uh, that uh, that uh, that say this. Um, one of my favorites uh, is Hebrews 10. Uh, Hebrews 10, starting at verse 35. Uh, so do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what He has promised. For in just a very little while, He who is coming will come and will not delay. See, again, we've got the, right. the mention of the coming of our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. And then it says this in verse 38, it says, But my righteous one will live by faith, that we live by faith, that yeah. when we see Jesus yeah. coming and we're reminded of His coming, and we are reminded that we don't live by fear, that we don't live by feelings. Right. So many people live by feelings. Well, I just, I'm feeling this way. Yeah. We don't live by that. Yeah. We live by faith yeah. in our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. Hebrews 10 ends by saying this in 38, but my righteous one will live by faith. And if he shrinks back, I will not be pleased with him. Mm. And when we turn and we mm. and we run back yeah. to the things that we've that he's brought us out of, then Jesus says, "I'm not going to be pleased with yeah. that." Now, verse 39. Uh, but we are not of those who do that. We are not of those who shrink back yeah. and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. Amen. We are the people of God. And we are a people who live by uh, faith. Galatians 3.11 says that we live by faith. Uh, Romans 1, uh, 16-18 reminds us that we are not ashamed of the gospel right. of Jesus' name, that it is, it is by faith from first to last. Mm -hmm. That is why it says, my righteous one will live by faith. Habakkuk 2.4 says that, that the proud don't do this, but that we, God's righteous ones, we live by faith. We don't live by fear. We don't live by our feelings. Uh, we don't live uh, for fun. Uh, we don't live by uh, for fatigue or, or false truth or, you know, false truth. False doctrine, <laughs> <laughs> false uh, ideas. We live by uh, faith. Yes. Uh, so, you know, one of the things that can happen uh, in this time where there is where there is fear uh, and there is separation because of this coronavirus mm -hmm. is that we can we can get off track yeah. to where we're not living by faith right. anymore and we start right. living by uh, other things. Yeah. Now I was sharing this with Joy yeah. when we were talking about this and, and just boom came to her mind a biblical example uh, of of living this way uh, and uh, and 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 she's going to share this with us and just help us to real life 
yeah. this. Yeah, it is so heartbreaking as pastor to just see people who are just on fire for God. You know, they're they're involved in ministry, they're involved in church, and you know, just seem like they're just doing right, living right, and then yeah. just seeing them drift. Yeah. You know, that is that is so heartbreaking. And um, so a lot of times that, the drift happens whenever, like you were saying, you know, frustration, fatigue. You know, this time's kind of made us, even though we've had time, it's been tiring. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know if it's just like, you know, all the just overwhelmingness of, you know, everything that's mm -hmm. going on. Um, failure, you know, that sometimes that'll make you drift or just being um, disappointed with God. You know, just all those things can, can have a tendency to make you drift from living by faith. Well, so I was, when we were talking about this, I thought of someone in the Bible who could have easily drifted because he had everything coming at him and everything that came at him could have easily said, I'm done. He could have easily said, I'm serving God, whatever, yeah. no more, you know. Um, so the person I'm talking about is Joseph. Yes. And uh, you can go to Genesis 37. And so I just kind of wanted to break down some of the things about Joseph that just stood out to me as far as, you know, how he just really stood and, and walked by faith, you know, instead of by sight. Yes. Uh, first of all, he starts out as the favorite in the father's house. You know, when you're first saved and you're, you know, you just, you're so excited about life and, and just Jesus and church and, you know, you're just, you kind of feel like God's favorite, you know, yeah. and then a lot of times things will happen and you're just like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't have that same feeling anymore, you know, sure. and uh, well, we, don't just live like, we don't live by feeling, we That's live right. by faith, yes. you know, so he, Joseph starts out being his father's favorite, which, which then in turn make his brothers uh, really upset at Joseph and jealous and, and so in, enters his problems. Um, so his brothers are so jealous of him that they throw him into a pit. Mm. And, you know, they're with the purposes to kill him. Yeah. You know, that's some super hatred towards a brother. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he's thrown into a pit. So Joseph is in this pit. So here's an opportunity for him to drift. Yes. He could have easily have said, he could have easily easily have said, I'm going to stay in this pit mindset. I'm going to have me a pity party. <laughs> I'm going to live in the depths of despair, in the pit of despair, if you will, so yes. will. And he just he just could have easily said, I'm staying in this pit and I am not getting out. You know, I don't care. This is, my brothers hate me. You know, I'm, uh, hatred towards me. I'm just going to live in this pit, you know. And so what I see contrasting here in Joseph throughout his whole story is he could have had the pit mentality and just easily have kept living in the pit or he could, or what he did choose was the faith mentality. Yes. And so the next thing we yeah. see him do, um, you know, when we live by faith, we don't live by what we see. Right. right. So Joseph could That's not right. see he, what, what he was seeing is he's in a pit, but he knew God was with him. And so the next thing his, his brothers do is they sell him into slavery. He could have still right there in being sold into slavery. He could have stayed in that pit mentality. You know, now he could be a slave and stay in that slave mentality. And his brothers sell him into slave. So here he has given a choice again. Do I choose the pit? Do I choose slavery or do I choose freedom or faith? Yes. And Joseph continuously chooses to walk by 
faith. And I just Mm -hmm. believe, you know, the Bible has so much, so much about freedom, about living in freedom. But here's a a verse I want to give to you. Maybe you tonight are experiencing where you just feel like you are enslaved, that you are enslaved by sin, that you are enslaved by just different things that you have gone through. Maybe you feel like you're in a pit tonight. And Psalms 118, five through six says this, out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can mere man do to me? And that's the amplified amplified version. But I, I, you know, Joseph was in distress. You know he was. He was in a pit. He was being sold to slavery. He was being taken from his home, from his father who loved him so Mm -hmm. much. And he could have easily been in distress. But you know, because he loved the Lord, he called out to the Lord. And the Lord was with him. Was with him. And God didn't save him right then. He didn't save him from his distress right then. And sometimes we we expect, you know, God to move when we want him to move, you know, but he moves when he wants to move. And he knew that Joseph needed to go through a process. And he knew that Joseph needed to learn that it didn't matter what was going on. He needed to walk by faith. And so here's the next thing that happens to him is he becomes a a slave in Potiphar's house, a servant, works his way up through the ranks, becomes high in Potiphar's house. And the next thing you know, Potiphar's wife is falsely accusing him. Mm -hmm. So here he has the, the opportunity to just live in the pit again, mm-hmm. to live enslaved again. Um, here we have where he could be just live in unforgiveness. Was he going to forgive? Was he going to let that false accusation and betrayal, you know, define who he was? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Isaiah fifty four seventeen says this, and this is how I believe Joseph 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 went, like he, he walked. Is Isaiah fifty four seventeen says this says no weapon forged against you will prevail yes. and you will refute every tongue that accuses you talking yeah. about the Lord this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and this is their vindication from me declares the Lord yes. so I want to declare to you tonight that maybe you have been falsely accused maybe you have been betrayed maybe there is somebody that is talking about you maybe there's somebody who doesn't like you well I want you to know tonight there is no weapon yes. formed against you that Amen. will prosper and every tongue that rises up against you will fall declares the Lord and so Joseph could have easily just been just sunk that back down into the pit and just had another pity party you know and just oh woe is me you know I've been accused I've been abused I've been left I've been enslaved I've been thrown in the pit but he did not man they take him to prison and and so now he's in he's he's in prison right he could have easily had just the prison mentality I'm 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 bound up I'm, I'm imprisoned. You know, yes. what else am I going to have to go through? Where is God? <laughs> God, where, is where are you? You know, I, I, I gave my life to good. you. I don't see yeah, <laughs> not seeing, but we don't walk by what we see. That's we right. walk by faith. Preach. And even in all of that that Joseph was going through, God's goodness was with him yes. and his faithfulness yes. was with him. So here he is in prison. So was he going to choose the pit? prison mentality or was he going to say i'm pardoned 
I have been pardoned by the, the Lord. The Lord pardons us whenever we have been in prison, whenever things enslave us, whenever bondage um, takes a hold of us. God comes in and says, I have taken everything. Absolutely. I've taken your chains. I've taken your um, imprisonment and you are pardoned and you are set free. And here's what this is. This was Jesus's ministry right here. This was his vision statement. Isaiah 61, one, one of my favorite verses of all times. I um, have it on my, my ring right here from when I was a senior in high school. It was my life verse. So Isaiah 61, one says this, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. Yes. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, mm -hmm. to proclaim freedom for mm -hmm. the captives and from darkness for the prisoners. Oh, God has set the prisoners free. Yes. We cannot live in the pit mentality. We cannot live in the slave mentality. We cannot live in the prison mentality. We cannot live in the woe is me mentality. Right. We have got to live in the freedom of, of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is what Joseph does. He walks by faith. Yes. Um, here he is in prison. And I've got one more just little pit Preach. scenario here. Yeah. But here he is in prison. And there's an opportunity that arises that he could possibly get out of prison. He's got the cupbearer and the, um, was it the baker? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so they have dreams and he, 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 you know, says, tells them what their dreams mean. And he says, now when you get back to the, when you get back to the Pharaoh, you tell them, you know, you tell them that I'm here. You know, don't remember me. Well, they don't remember him. Yep. They forget him. And so he has the, the opportunity here to have the pit mentality or the faith mentality and say, I'm just forgotten. Nobody remembers me. I am forgotten. Well, I want to tell you tonight, you are not forgotten. Preach. That God has remembered you, that he is, you have always been on his mind. Yes. That before you were ever born, he formed you and fashioned you. That you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are not forgotten. Isaiah 43, 1 through 2. I've been hanging out in Isaiah, but Isaiah 40 is a good it's book good. to hang out in. <laughs> Isaiah 43, 1 through 2 says this. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear for I have redeemed you. Yes. I have summoned you by name. He knows your name. You are mine. You are not forgotten. You are being remembered, says the Lord. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over yes. you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Mm -hmm. And you know this is what Joseph was feeling. Mm -hmm. You know that he was walking by faith and he knew the goodness of God was going to sustain him in the faithfulness of God. And he just knew, he, he, I believe he just knew down in his heart of hearts that God was going to be, was faithful and God was going to deliver him. Yes. So in the end, the goodness and the faithfulness of God sustains him. And when he was in the pit, he chose to trust God. Trust, trust God. When he was in prison, he chose to trust yes. God. When he was in Potiphar's house, he chose to trust God. When he felt like what, what, Anybody would have felt like that he had been forgotten. He chose to trust God. Yes. And then he, at the end, he was able to say to his brothers, because of his faith living, not his pit living, he was, he was able to say to his brothers who had betrayed him, who hated him, sold him away from his father's house, he was able to forgive them. Yes. In Genesis 50-20, this is what Joseph said to them. 
He said to them, Joseph said to them in Genesis 50, uh, let's do 19. Do not be afraid. This is him talking to his brothers. For I am, for I am in the place of God. Yes. But as for you, you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good in order to bring about as it is this day to save many people alive. Yes. Now, therefore, do not be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. If he had chosen to live in the pit, he would never have been able to get to that moment. Mm -hmm. He would never have been the second in command. He would never have been. Mm -hmm. God used used the pit. He used the prison. He used Potiphar's house. He used every bit of Joseph's journey. To, to bring him to this place that Joseph was able to say, you know, evil came against me. Yes. Amen. But what, what, what the enemy meant for evil, God used it for good. God's using it for good. Yes. God is using it for good. And yes, I think this is some faith walking right here. Yes. Amen. And this is what we need to do when we start to drift. When we start to drift, we need to remember that we walk by faith. And not by sight. Um, if we won't know, if we got this is my closing um, statement right here. But if we don't want to find ourselves drifting, then we better do some faith living and get out of the pit living. Yes. No more pits for me. Amen. No more pity parties. No, no more pits. No. No. Yeah. So the, the only way we can do that is by truly, truly knowing Jesus, the Lord and Savior of the world. Yes. So talk to Amen. us about Jesus. Amen. So I think and there's some so, people out there who need to get out of the pit. Yeah. And only Jesus can do that. Yeah. Isn't it just amazing that uh, that Joseph gets to to the end of his story there and he looks back over all that he went yeah. through and and what he sees yeah. is the goodness of God. Goodness, faithfulness. He, he you know, yeah. he he lives by faith uh, throughout all these difficulties. Uh, all these struggles mm. doesn't, doesn't live in the pit. That's right. And because of it he he ends up realizing that God is good. That's right. And that He has been working for yes. His good and that He does uh, have a plan. And that is what we will all find out. Yeah. If we will live by faith in Jesus That's Christ, right. then we, uh, even though we may not see it, which you've said several times that, that you know, living by faith is not living by sight. That's right. <laughs> we yeah. don't live by sight. We live yeah. by faith. That even though we don't see it right now, if we will live by faith in Jesus then we will see the goodness of the Lord. We will recognize that the enemy has come, but God has shifted and moved and worked and turned it for good to work about His plans and purposes that He has uh, for our lives. We've got to live by faith, and we've got to live by faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, one of the questions that Jesus asked and that was and that was all through the gospels was the question of who is this Jesus who are we living by faith in and he asked this of his disciples in Matthew chapter 16 he said who do people say that I am yeah. you know he wanted to know because people were talking about right. who is this guy yeah. and and they said you know people are saying that that you're John the Baptist or that you're Elijah or that you're one of the prophets and then Jesus specifically asked them he said who do you say mm. that 
I am. Yes. Because if you're going to live by faith in Jesus, right. then you've got to be able to answer that That's question right. and declare who Jesus truly is. You know the story. Peter said, you're the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. He knew who Jesus was. Mm -hmm. And Peter lived by faith. He yeah. went through some bumps. No he had some difficulties. Yeah. But all of his life... He lived by faith because he knew who Jesus That's was. Right. And if you start to drift away, maybe you don't know exactly who Come Jesus on. is. Yeah. But tonight, you need to see him and you need to know him for who he yes. truly is. Yeah. I've already read Hebrews 10, uh, but it really kind of goes along uh, with, uh, with John chapter 6, uh, where uh, Jesus is has many followers and he's been doing amazing teachings and, and people have been healed and, and people are just following after him. It's kind of like what we talked about here at the beginning. They're, they're tasting and seeing that he's good. Yeah. They're following after him, but then he starts to teach some things that are difficult uh, for people to hear and for them to accept. And, and people who have followed him are now leaving. They're turning and walking mm -hmm. away mm -hmm. from Christ, which is the mm. the saddest thing it's so sad. in Scripture. Is the saddest thing here to they, see. Here Jesus is live and in person, you know, yeah. and people are turning away turning from him. Turning away from him, <laughs> and and walking away from Jesus, and it's sad because Jesus is life, and he is, and he is peace, and and he is, and he is our hope and That's our right. and our Savior, yes. and he is good, and and it's only in him that we find abundant life and eternal life. We can't walk away from Jesus. We've got to be the people who live by faith mm. and, and say, we're staying with you no matter what. Mm. You know, it's that it's that Joshua declaration. Right. Yeah. You know, choose who you're going to serve, yeah. but I'm serving <laughs> Jesus. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I feel like that's what Joseph was declaring even way back, yeah. in, you know, before Joshua was even on the scene. That's right. Yeah, he, he <laughs> He's like, come it. what pit, come whatever yeah, pit, come whatever what prison. May. I'm going, I'm going to, to serve the Lord. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he did. You know, we went into, into slavery and he served the Lord. He went into prison, falsely accused, and he served the Lord. Yeah. He forgotten in prison and he continued yeah. to serve the Lord, yeah. living by uh, faith. Yes. John chapter 6, uh, verse 66. It's, it's John 6, 66. Uh, it's, uh, it's the... It's the uh, it's the Antichrist beast number six 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 six. It says this: uh, From this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. It's kind of like goodness. the essence uh, of the Antichrist yeah. spirit uh, to get us to turn away from Jesus and not follow him. Now, the enemy doesn't care what you follow. Right, you can follow fun. Yeah. You can as follow your feelings. Jesus. You can follow false <laughs> doctrine. You mm -hmm. can follow anything in the world you want to mm -hmm. follow. You can follow yourself around. You right. can chase your own tail yeah. as long as you don't follow yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Many disciples who had followed him were turning away and not following him. We can never do this. That's right. We That's can right. never. No matter what may come, no matter if we're thrown into a pit, right. betrayed by our brothers, right. no matter if we wind up in slavery, no matter. If if we're falsely accused and placed in prison, it doesn't matter if we're forgotten in prison, it doesn't matter what may come, we can't turn away from Jesus. Right. And then 67, Jesus asks his 12, his disciples, he says, he says, you do not want to leave too, do you? You know, he asks this question. He says, hey, hey, I know things are difficult. I know things aren't turning out the way everybody wants to. I know people are walking away. What about you? What do you want to do? 
And Peter replies, you got to love Peter's revelation. <laughs> Verse 66, Peter mm-hmm. answers, Lord, to whom shall we go? That's right. He, he doesn't say everything's kosher and good. He just says, yeah. he just says there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. There is Christ yes. and Christ alone. Yes. And everything else is rubbish. Mm-hmm. It is only Jesus. Yes. He says, to whom shall we go? Who's going to lead us? What are we going to live by? What are we going to follow? Who are we going to serve? There's nothing else. There's only Jesus. Yes. He says, you have the words of eternal life. We believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. He says, we know that you have life, that you have the words of eternal life. We know that you are the Messiah, that you are the Christ, that you are the only begotten Son of God, that you are the Holy One of God. Yes. We believe this and we know it. Yeah. It's like it's like almost, it's an extra thing. It's like some people believe in Jesus, mm-hmm. but when it starts getting tough and pits come and, and prisons come and difficulties come, they turn and walk yeah. away. But when your believing turns to knowing and you know yeah. down deep inside of you that Jesus is the Son of God and that there is no one else and that there is no other way right. that He alone is Savior and Lord, then you look at all this other stuff and say, hey, things may be tough, but yeah. there's nowhere else to go. Right. I'm living for yeah. Jesus. I'm living by faith in who He is because He alone has the words of yes. life. Amen. Let me tell you who Jesus is. Just mention a few things. He is the Word of life, and there is no other. That's right. He is the Holy One of God. He is the coming King. He will come come and when He comes, Mm -hmm. will He find you living by faith or will He find you having turned away and shrunk back, destroyed? But we are not of those who do that. We are those who believe and we know and we live for Jesus because of who He is, not because of everything that's going on because of who he is. He is the coming king, and when he comes, you will discover that he is faithful and true, uh, that he is just and judge, that he is the mighty warrior, Revelation 19, that he is the only worthy lamb of God. There is no one else, he alone is worthy of our life. He alone is worthy of us laying down everything else and living for Him, no matter if we face the pit, no matter if we face the prison, no matter if we face betrayal, no matter if we face uh, forgottenness, no Mm. matter what we go through, He is worthy of our devotion. And if we'll live for Him, live by faith. At the end of the day, like Joseph, we'll discover He's good. Yes. And we'll probably even discover it right there in the middle of the process. I know that there were times in Joseph's life when Jesus, it it actually says it of Joseph that the Lord was with him Mm -hmm. several times and he felt it and he knew it. He knew God was moving. He recognized, he saw the goodness of God. Let me remind you of Psalm 34, 34, 8. It says this, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed are those who take refuge 
in yeah. him. Amen. Taste and see he's good. Blessed are those who trust in him. Blessed are those who put their faith in him. Yes. Blessed are those who live by faith in our Lord and Savior, yes. Jesus Christ. I've tasted and seen that he's good. Joyce tasted and seen that he is good. Mm -hmm. And he calls each and every one of us. His invitation is to all of us to come and taste and see that he is good. Yeah. Will you come tonight come on. and taste of Jesus? Yes. We know that if you will trust him and if you will live for him, if you'll live by your faith in Jesus Christ, yes. that you will find out that he is so yes. good Amen. that his goodness is so wide and long and high and deep yes. that it surpasses knowledge Jesus. put your trust in him tonight make him lord of your life if you've drifted and have started living by fear or have started living by your feelings or have started living uh, for whatever else fun or fatigue or frustration or or hurt or pain whatever else you may be living by or for yes. turn away from that tonight yes. turn back to Jesus come back to him yes. put your trust in him Thank you, Jesus. and begin again to live your life by faith in Jesus Christ if you want to do that tonight I just want to pray with you. I'm just going to lead. Just repeat after me, and let's rededicate our lives to living by our faith in Jesus. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, tonight I believe and I know that you have the words of life, that you are the Holy One of God, that you are the coming King that you are the only worthy Lamb yes. of God, that you alone are worthy of my life. And so tonight, Jesus, I declare that I will live for you, that I will live by faith in Jesus Christ all the days of my life. Yes. And I know that because of that, I will taste and see that you, O Lord, are good and that I will be blessed because I have trusted in you. Tonight, Jesus, I trust you. I put my faith in you. Yes. I make you my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Live by faith in Jesus Christ. Right. You'll never go wrong. You'll see the goodness of the Lord. You won't ever a day regret it. Right. Don't allow these times that we're in to lead you away from Jesus. Allow these times that we are in to help us to recognize Jesus for who he is and yes. to live more passionately for him. I hope your declaration is Peter's declaration. I'm not going anywhere. That's right. I'm staying right here with Jesus yes. because I believe and I know that he is the Holy One of God. Yes. He is and he is good. Amen. We all know it and we want you to know it. Live for him all your days. You won't regret it. That's right. Well, that's our time tonight. We love you. Uh, God bless you. We hope to uh, see you Sunday. Remember, as we look and see the day approaching, it's time to not forsake coming together. It's time to come yes. together Amen. and encourage one another and spur one another on to live by faith yes. in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Right. See you Sunday. See you Sunday.